0: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. BDW. Void for prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Radio.
0: Hello, everybody. Those that are tuning in for the Marijuana Happy Hour tonight, we have moved the Marijuana Happy Hour to Saturday night this week so we could bring you this very special episode tonight. It's a very special episode on a very very somber evening. Hope you guys can uh join us tonight. Like I said, the marijuana happy hour will return. It will return on Saturday, this Saturday. So tonight a very special report. The name of the episode is Awful. Johnny Cush, an awful man. awful story of johnny tonight a very special episode Live tonight from Las Vegas, Nevada. It's a bittersweet night tonight. It is an awful, awful show that we have to bring you tonight. Uh, the fact that we have to bring you this show is is awful. It's an awful show tonight, and we're going to talk about awful things. So if you're triggered, well, if you're triggered, you're not going to watch the show to begin with. I mean, you you got to you, you can't have a weak stomach and listen to the show. I mean, it just doesn't work. Can't be on YouTube because you guys are all pussies. Really, honest, you bunch of pussies. All of you. I got him thrown. People are bragging about it. They brag. I got him thrown off YouTube. What did you do? I got him thrown off YouTube because he's a sexist. But we're here to celebrate the life. the girl who unfortunately passed away in my hotel room. Her name, she had a name. She's from Greensboro, South Carolina, where her mother and father had moved from the reservation in South Dakota. father became a construction bigwig, bigwig in South Carolina. I don't, not a bigwig. I, I, this is really a, a tough. This is going to be tough tonight. I'm sorry, guys. But he, became, he built a construction empire in South Carolina. Navajo builders. The ironic thing is, is he's not a Navajo. He's Sioux. But apparently, Navajo builders sounded cooler, and it looked cooler on the truck. I really had a long conversation with the family today. They invited me down, and they wanted to. Well, I thought they wanted to beat me up or murder me, or. Um. But no, no. They're here. They're setting the body. uh, It's getting flown it it's it, well earlier today i got flown back to south carolina so she she did get her on the plane she did um from vegas and and go her name beautiful 29 year old lady she was a prenatal nurse I traveled around the country and got to see a lot of things. She was here and was going to start working after this week's vacation here as a prenatal nurse down at UNLV Hospital, where she was going to stay for 90 days and have the time of her life and do the things she loves, the prenatal care nurse. She's there to answer the questions for the mom. She was a very beautiful young lady. Long dark hair. Beautiful smile. Dark skin. Beautiful body. Beautiful soul, beautiful person, somebody that, that didn't deserve to die Sunday night. Somebody did not deserve to die. So they um came and uh the autopsy was performed and Without a complete toxicology, I guess they said there was enough fentanyl in her system to kill basically an elephant. Uh, it's been ruled as a homicide. Brian, and as you can see on the front of the page, you put a picture of him up, his mugshot. He has been charged today with murder. Well, what I understand is uh this Brian guy went to high school with her in South Carolina and has been out in Vegas for the last six years and she'd come out and visit him and they would get high and have sex and like they did in their teenagers they were uh heroin addicts as teenagers, and then whenever they get together, they would get together and do drugs. That's what happened that night. Just a hot chick reconnected with an old friend who said he was clean and sober, by the way. And then when he, apparently, when he saw me sitting there with those two girls on the couch when he walked in, the jealousy took over and he loaded a hot shot. And when they went into the bathroom, he shot her in the arm. And she died. They said probably, what the um, the coroner said today at the meeting. They invited me down. Thank God. The family's been nothing but nice to me because I have. I, 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 I'm on. Honestly, I uh, I'm still pretty shaken up over it. I'm really shaken up over it still. Over it, I guess I can't even say it right. I'm so shaken up or shooken up. Who knows. Think like I'm a fucking English major? For Christ's sakes, I spoke two dates. I spoke two two joints a day. I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about half the time. Brian murdered her. We don't know why. I guess he was hung up on her. I don't know. Uh, they arrest him. He is under. He, well, he got arrested for the Caesar's Palace thing the other day. And now he's, uh, now they finally have uh, filed charges of murder in the first degree. He had to plan that. He planned to kill her that night. And it was very convenient to kill her in my room. Very convenient. So they did invite me out to the funeral and I am going to go and it's going to be on Monday. So on Monday, if you guys are interested to go out and pay respects to this young lady in Greenfield, you let me know, and we'll, I'll give you the details on the um, funeral services and where they're going to be held and what uh, times and if not. And if you guys want to come out and meet me out there and we can grieve together. And uh, The main thing is, is hopefully we can, um, you know, Maybe collect some money for this family. Now, I am not going to set anything up. I am not accepting money. But if you go to the funeral and talk to the family, you guys can can work that out. I I am not collecting any money. I'm not asking for money. Nor will I ever ask for money from any of you for anything. So, no, I'm, I'm not setting up a charity. I'm not doing any of that. I'm not here to get any, no money will be sent to me whatsoever. This poor girl is uh, dead. You know, she's dead. She's 29. She just started her career as a pediatric nurse, like we've said 18 times already, because I'm stoned and try to keep my emotions in check and try to do professional broadcast. Just a beauti- beautiful lady, and she's had problems with this Brian guy. For years since they were thirteen years old. He introduced her to drugs. The day he met that woman, it sealed her fate, and it sealed her fate in a Vegas hotel room, room four twenty three, the circa. She laid there dead. For what? Jealousy of some dirt bag now? Now he's got to go sit. He ain't ever getting out of prison. He's done. Uh, you, you. So not only is your this beautiful woman dead, it's a loving nurse that does nothing other than help starting moms out. And you took her life. Because I guess he was on a, uh, I guess, a 12-day meth cycle and was hallucinating and loaded the shot wrong, and he didn't mean, he he gave her the wrong stuff. That's what he takes, and he's a fucking lion junkie. And he killed Rebecca. Rebecca K. Rebecca K. Bradford. Just looking up at the... um, there will be announcements in Greenville on uh, when the visitation will be and where you can send flowers and stuff. So, Like I said, I only talked to the woman for about two and a half hours, but I I, I enjoyed talking to her. But she did seem predetermined. She seemed real, real edgy, real edgy. And they've done drugs together before thousands of times, uh, apparently. I guess they were um, – she's been to rehab a few times, and that's where – she went to school, became a nurse, and now he's jealous because she made some of her life, and he's just a, a fucking junkie that's uh, basically just running every scam in town to make enough money to get a get a fix. Still, I still don't understand. I never will understand, and the family won't understand why he did that. Because, like I said, I had plenty of. Uh, I had plenty of life-saving things in my room at the night. It's a very sad day. It's a very, very sad day. And um, I got to watch the plane take off today, and I saw the body take off, that body that was lifeless and cold. Uh, we ever etched... In my brain and, and you know, last, uh, I don't want to really admit it, the last couple of nights, I've been shaking out of a sleep. Shaking, you know, when, you, uh, when you're sleeping and something shakes, and it's just me walking in that bathroom and seeing that girl and looking at her and then her just looking at me and then opening her mouth. And then I fucking shake back awake. It's been the same thing the last fucking two nights, man. I can't get it out of my fucking head. I, it's driving me insane. It's fucking awful. I am an awful, awful man. Very insensitive the last couple nights of the broadcast because I try to deflect pain and sorrow with humor, and it wasn't—it's not very funny. Uh, so I really did apologize to the family, and I did it to their faces. I didn't do it on air. But I'll admit to you right now, it was wrong. I was wrong for what I did, and it wasn't funny quite frankly it was it was fucking awful and i'm an awful person and i thought you know i thought i was this cool guy you know what i mean i thought i was a cool guy but turns out i'm not I'm not a cool guy i enjoy destruction i enjoy i enjoy people i enjoy chaos i enjoy the chase I don't enjoy the stability I enjoy the chase and the race baby like some kind of Lewis and Clark exploration but instead of exploring new lands I like to explore new vaginas before we close that out I just want to say that I met her father Ironically, it's Jonathan, John, you know, and uh, and her mother, Catherine, was uh, very beautiful, very beautiful, just like her her young daughter. Fifty years old, and flying their dead daughter home. It's terrible. Terrible. It's a terrible, terrible situation for everybody. You know, I've been on this show 14 years, been doing this. I was looking, and uh, 12 years ago I said this was coming. I said China's not going to come at us with bombs. They're going to come at us with the things that we love, the things that are, that are weak. Cheap goods and drugs. Cheap goods and drugs will destroy this country. Look where we're at. There's a dead girl flying that flew back earlier today to South Carolina, a coffin under, the underneath of a belly of a plane. Their beautiful daughter. They spent twenty nine years raising and loving and nurturing and standing by her even though that she was, had some tough times with drugs. And she had turned it all around. But for some reason, when you get to Vegas, the devil gets into you. And old itches need to be scratched. Old itches come back, itches that you haven't felt like you needed to scratch. They come back. It's tragic. But I warned you this was coming. And everybody said, dude, what are you talking about? How are they how is they gonna get the fentanyl in the country? Well to the cartel. They send it to the cartel for free. For free. The cartel is paying nothing for fentanyl. Nothing. Zero dollars. Tankers filled with it. Unbelievable. There's no reason that that girl should have flown back today in, uh, in a coffin underneath the plane today. There was no reason for that. There's no reason for that man to kill her. There's no reason. Sad. It's very sad. It's a very sad, sad, sad world. And I just want to say I'm sorry to the family and the friends of Rebecca K. Bradford. Greensville, South Carolina. Goodbye. And may you rest in peace. We'll be right back right after this. an awful very special show an awful situation and an awful night And here's to um rebecca k bradford this one that one's for you baby uh, they said uh They said, uh, I didn't care. People have been calling me a sociopath and a psycho, narcissist, Uh, gaslighter, Uh, liar, scumbag, dirtbag. Every bag you can think of. How dare you? How dare you? Get on a radio show. And out of respect, I did not do a show that night. You can go back and listen. I did not. I was trying to get my mind off it to comedy and humor. And uh I will always regret it. It is the most awful thing I've ever done. And I, I I'm haunted by it. Her face wakes me up every night. And it probably will for the rest of my life. But we do have to move on. And uh, I'm not insensitive and I'm not a sociopath. This is how I deal with uh, losing people. And this is the first time I've ever... um, I, I, I've never touched a dead person before. I've never. I, I've seen them from a distance. I've seen a lot of dead bodies over the years, but I've never touched one. I've never seen somebody so full of life in one minute, and so full of life, and, and no life the next minute. So respectfully, I I I'm sorry for you guys loss. I I'm mourning, not as hard as you because I didn't know her. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. But I'm starting to know her. I got to know a lot more about her today, talking to her parents, but seeing the look in those in their parents' eyes to see the pain in the family's eyes. That haunts me too. That be it. That's another. One of those little, little uh, screenshots that stay in your brain. Now seeing those two, watching your daughter being loaded under that plane today, seeing their eyes—it's one of those. Uh, like I said, it's one of those brain screenshots that stay. It will stay with me forever. And we are going to do something to honor her. We'll have a memorial service here on Monday. I'm going to try to get out there. I I really want to go, and then I really don't want to go. You know, I don't want to explain to hundreds of family members uh, how I found her. I don't think I am going to go to the funeral, but we will have a, um, Monday, we will have a, we'll put together a special program for her to honor Rebecca. She was, she was a beautiful young lady. She really was. And I hope that scumbag Brian, I hope they give him the fucking death penalty. I really do. I do hope they give him a fucking death penalty. Before we go tonight, we've got just a couple of minutes left for the live audience. I'm back in the condo again. We're back on floor 14. I'm on the deck tonight. It's finally cooled down a little bit. But I experienced my first 114-degree day today outside and uh how long can you how long does it take before you can't handle it anymore? It takes about 18 seconds. The second you walk out of an air conditioned building, it just takes your fucking breath away. If you fall down on the concrete, you are going to get burns. The concrete is 165 degrees. It literally is hell on earth here. If you touch the street with your hand, it will burn. It will give you a second degree burn. And if you lay there long enough, it will give you a third degree burn. It is fucking so hot. I've never experienced heat like this. But thank God being in the desert. We're back to a normal Once the sun goes down, it's fine. But god damn man, that fucking when that sun is out and it's a this ain't my Sundays can be 120 fucking degrees outside. 120 degrees, and if we lose any, if the power goes out, we're all dead. How are these people on the streets surviving this? I don't understand. There's guys out doing construction work. It's 120 fucking degrees, and you're out pouring concrete. How are these guys not dropping dead? It's insane. But I'm back here on a goddamn. I I, wake, I come back to the condo today. Do you, you know what was left? A microwave. She left the microwave. That's it. But I'm so grateful to be back here. To breathe the fresh air and to be out of the the noise and be able to just unwind. And to sleep on an air mattress again. I tell you, there's something symbolic about pumping up the uh, air mattress. It's a new beginning. I'll go get a bed tomorrow, maybe some furniture. I'll get some shit, we'll throw it in here, you know, but not a lot. Because at any time, she can come and kick me out again and take all my shit and resell it. So, it's not about me tonight. So, last night I spent the night at the Stratosphere, and the night before at the Stratosphere, it was the most depressing Two nights of my life, I was having nightmares. I couldn't leave the room. I was I was having panic attacks. I think everybody's trying to kill me. Then this morning, I got a call from the parents. I thought they were going to come over and murder me or beat me up or blame me for their daughter's death. But everything went really good with them, and they were great people. And uh, nothing but the best for them. And then I stopped by Target today and grabbed an air mattress and a, a lawn chair. Then, of course, stopped at Fatburger on the way back. But getting out of that goddamn Bronco, seriously, the garage it was hot, but it wasn't like hell. I, I'm surprised, like, what temperature the the tires just pop? Be driving and your fucking tires just melt right into the pavement. It's got to be that. It's got to be getting close. So they don't have a TV. All I got is my phone. So I decided, you know, to kind of kick back and listen to some shows, which I haven't done ever. Usually I do a show, put it in a can, never listen to it again. Never listen to it. I don't care. Got another show coming tomorrow. Got time to listen to last night's show. We got tomorrow night show to worry about. I went. Once the show is over with, we're already, I'm already thinking about what tomorrow show is going to be. I don't want to listen to what I did. It's already done. I don't have to re-listen to things because I'm not a liar. That's why I don't have to listen to I can, You can try to stump me all you want, Perry Masons of the world, but you're not going to get me. You're not going to get me. But in my mind, I got a lot of work to do. All right, I got a lot of work to do as a man. But I'm, I'm really going to admit it. I'm a douchebag. I'm awful. I'm a terrible guy. I'll say anything to get my dick wet to a woman. Anything. I'll tell them anything they want to hear. I'll become the guy they want to be. I'll wear what they want me to wear. I'll do whatever I want just to get into that poon. I think I'm this cool guy because I had sex with all these women. But you know what? I'm not. I'm not a cool guy at all. I thought I was this fucking stud This hot Young stud that bangs chicks Know it all I know everything about everybody And everything Because I'm smart And I'm cool I'm a cool guy I do drugs I fuck women and I do more drugs And I fuck more women I'm a cool guy Real cool guy but you know what? Listening back to those shows today, most cringe-worthy thing I've ever heard in my life. It is the most disgusting, most embarrassing. Who is that guy on the radio? What kind of life am I living? Somebody ended up dead in my. Somebody ended up dead. But I'm glad I'm back in the condo. Pull the uh, chair back in though tonight because if uh, I leave the lawn chair out, it will probably melt in the sun tomorrow. I am not leaving this condo tomorrow. Poor DoorDash drivers. Oh my god, And poor guys. Oh. Everybody just sit still and not go anywhere. People are still walking up and down the the strip and I'm like god damn you people are fucking nuts you're going to drop dead of heat stroke it's like a goddamn oven out there but what I've realized I'll mature this will mature me a lot Rebecca's death is going to mature me because I've realized one thing I'm not a cool guy at all there's nothing cool about me I'm awful. I'm an awful little fuckboy. That's all I am. Nothing more, nothing less. A guy will say whatever, will do whatever it takes just to get his dick wet. That's what I am. I'm, I'm a fucking bad guy. Cool guy at all. Quite frankly, I should change change from Johnny Cush. My new name, it should just be... um Pud. I'm nothing more than a pud. I'm not a cool guy. People don't like me. I ain't got no friends. I'm relationship other than with my ex-wife. Usually lasts two to four hours. But I never see or hear him again because I'm a pud. A pawn. Delusional man who thinks he's a cool guy. It's because he does some drugs and gets his dick wet every night. But no, I'm a fucking pud. podcast post-live show podcast the uh, where's that song coming from yeah all right apparently uh, my neighbor downstairs is jamming some music can you hear that crazy I don't know where it's coming from. Uh, it's coming from downstairs. I think it's coming down. I think it's coming from that fucking asshole downstairs. The guy that plays in the band Rat, the Johnny Monaco guy. He's he he's a musician, and he uh, he's always out playing. He can he's got his windows open. He can always hear him. I don't know what the fuck is going on. Just music going. On? It's uh. Well, it's not that late. It's only one in the morning. But most people in Vegas now turn into vampires because there's no way you can handle that heat during the day. It's fucking, and it's going to be like that for a week. I said I ain't leaving the condo. I'm done fucking women for a little bit. I just got to. I got to get back into uh, being a human. What I am is I'm a pleasure hunter. Like Jenny was a pleasure hunter. I I hunt for pleasure constantly. From the second I wake up in the morning till the time I go to bed, I crave pleasure. And I go to any length to get pleasure. Pleasure is a fat burger, cheeseburger. That's pleasure. What else is pleasure? Well, sex with beautiful women is a pleasure. It's a pleasure. Smoking marijuana is pleasurable. It's a pleasure. I have a problem chasing. Pleasure. I have a problem with it. And I got an overload of it. Down at the circuit. I don't care, I'm saying their fucking name. I don't you know what? You just know, throw me out of, out of out of the fucking district. Fuck you. You know, fuck off. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I love that place. It's the greatest place on earth. And uh, you know, I, they didn't they didn't do what I did in there. I did things I wasn't supposed to be doing in there, and I got thrown out. And that's um, I'm willing to admit it. They were a hundred percent right. And they are a great place to stay, and they are great people. And uh, I don't want to reflect on how bad to reflect on how great of a place that is. And I highly suggest anybody that's an adult and wants to come to Vegas and have adult fun to check out the Circa. All right? They don't have nothing to do with this show. Paid me. They've never done Anything financially, they've done nothing to support this show whatsoever. They have nothing to do with the show, and they never did, and they never will. I was just a guest at their hotel, and um, they don't like people like me there. So if you're like me, don't stay there, okay? Don't stay there if you're like me because, uh, you know, like I said, bit of a pud. Kind of awful. Kind of a bad guy. I should have never listened to those episodes. I really thought I was a cool guy doing really cool things on the radio, being super cool and funny. And, uh, it's kind of a sad look at a man that can't stop chasing pleasure. When did you stop chasing pleasure? What? How old were you? You stopped trying to get laid. How old are you? Like, you like, why don't you grow up? what are you doing? You're a 35-year-old man. What are you doing with your life? What are you doing? What do you do? Everybody asks me, what do you do? What do you do? What do you do? And I just tell them I don't do anything. And they go, oh, well, this guy's a loser. I don't have to talk to him. You know what happens? I don't have to talk to him. When people ask you what you do, tell them the worst thing on the planet. Tell them that you're uh, homeless and unemployed means you're just here for the free snacks no one will talk to you if you're rich people will talk to you because maybe they can get some of your money and I'm going to tell you a little secret now I'm going to tell you this the biggest secret that nobody knows about rich people you don't know who they are they drive normal cars they live in modest houses. They don't flaunt their wealth, but they're more wealthy than anybody. And I'm a part of that society. I don't flaunt my wealth. I don't drive sports cars. I don't. Uh, I don't spend money on anything. I'm literally sitting in a fucking lawn chair right now. I'm in a lawn chair. Seventeen dollars and ninety nine cents at Target. And it's a beautiful plastic weave. It's a beautiful weave, I'm telling you. It's a beautiful weave. It's a, it's green and blue, yeah. It's a green and blue lawn chair. Yeah. And it's starting to sink in. It's getting my ass. It's nothing more comfortable than a lawn chair. You know, I got, a, got my fat burger cup for my ashtray. And, you know, I got, uh, you know, 12-pack of uh, good old-fashioned Budweiser in the fridge. tonight. I'll have a couple of more Budweisers after the show. And, uh, you know, that's about it. You know, this post-show podcast thing gets a little crazy. I kind of forget what I'm talking about. Because by the end of the show, I've smoked so much goddamn weed. I don't even know what we're talking about. All right. Last night's number. For the very special Johnny and Nikki show last night, very very nice, very nice last night. One sixty seven, eight forty one. So yeah, we're down. I mean, we hit two fifty. We're back down to about one fifty one sixties again. After the, it just it killed the whole fucking show, man. The day Rebecca died, the show died. It really did. It's, we'll be back, and I mean, we. we uh, I'll get back to. Having more sex and more sex stories, and again, not till we lay Rebecca to rest. I can't. I just can't have a good time till we lay her to rest. I'll be honest with you, and it's going to be a rough weekend. It really is going to be a rough weekend, but I'm going to. We're going to get through it. Tomorrow night we have the uh, the X sex show is back, and like I said, uh, tonight we did a, a special episode. I wanted to really. Pay tribute to Rebecca tonight. And uh I really, really just um didn't think it was appropriate to do a, a comedy show tonight. I, I don't I didn't think it was appropriate. But uh Saturday night will be the marijuana happy hour. And uh tomorrow night the Triple X Sex Show is on tomorrow night. Triple X Sex Show. Tomorrow night it's gonna get dirty, it's gonna get kinky, and it's gonna get weird tomorrow night. We have some things planned for tomorrow night that are... Uh, I don't even know if it's illegal. Let's just put it that way. Well, you're going to tune in tomorrow night to the Triple X sex show, special Triple X sex show, Friday night. Very, very
1: titillating
0: and sexy. And then, like I said, the Marijuana Happy yeah, We'll return on Saturday. Uh, I already got a really good show planned for that one. Like Johnny, you say you don't plan for shows. So like I said, no. My plan is, is I'm going to smoke a lot of weed before I do the show, and then the show just goes. Tonight we're on some very heavy, heavy, Indica, some Han Solo, and uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I just wanted to to give the proper respect to a woman that was murdered in my hotel room. Tonight. Uh, if you guys don't like it, well, too bad. You, you know, chuckle every night, right? Can't be a chuckle fest every night. Sometimes, you know, life happens and people need the respect and they need to be honored for the uh, great people that they are and the legacy that she will leave on this program and in our hearts. That's all I have for tonight. Like I said, tomorrow night we'll be back with the triple XX show. And, of course, uh, if you listen to this show, I don't know. There's really no reason to watch Rumble, to be honest with you. It's just, it, I just put tonight's show on there. This is the place to get it live. It's Block Talk Radio. It's live. It's the number one radio, live radio broadcast in the world. Now, there's a guy that uh, says he's the number one live podcast. No. He might be... You only broadcast once a week, okay? You're not the number one. I broadcast seven nights a week, and we do almost four times the amount of people as you do. So we are officially now back to the number one radio, live radio podcast in the world. Back to number one. Look at the list. Wow. What a roller coaster tonight. What a roller coaster. Thanks you for listening to a very special episode. Awful. A lot of awful things have happened. But she will not die in vain, and we will never forget.
1: Rebecca K. Bradford.